Welcome to the Hot Lava Podcast presented by the Union Tribune. Kevin AC, what a treat for me today as the beat writer here in, in you know, what I like to refer to as my home office, Jay. Jay Posner, my boss, uh, joining me for a little afternoon baseball as he is wants to do. Kevin, it's great to be here at the ballpark always, and especially today, we're looking out at the Coronado Bridge. Not many better sights than that. Out here behind the uh, press box, and we'll try to do this a different way today, but uh, hopefully it will sound good and we'll give some information, and it's great to have the carts rolling by to provide some of that natural ballpark sound. The uh, Marlins are in town today to get down to business for four games. The Marlins, who are on paper uh, worse than the Padres. Then come the Reds before the Braves and the Padres get back to playing teams with winning records. Uh, I think the Marlins, uh, what, what is it, Jay? Are they 19 and 30? Uh, 19, and, 19 and 33. It's tough to keep track sometimes. Yeah, they're, they're, not, they're not very good. Three. And this is the worst team that the uh, Padres have played and the the. Uh, only team worse than Miami in the National League right now is Cincinnati at 19 and 35. So it's a, a big week for the for the Padres, who of course are cruising along at 22 and 32, uh, which looks great in comparison. They're they're over 400 as opposed to their opponents this week. So we'll we'll see if this is the kind of week that the Padres can you know put together what five out of seven wins or do they? And, and still then, Jay. So like on a team level, they win five out of seven. Okay, great. They beat these teams that weren't very good. Now, that's better than losing to those teams, and we'll be certainly down on them if they do that, and we'll talk about that. But we've talked so much about, okay, the schedule and all that. How about on an individual basis? Here comes Hunter Renfro, who Andy Green was pretty upfront about. He's probably going to stay in that quote-unquote rehab assignment, even though he's healthy now, as long as it takes him to get hot. Well, Franchi Cordero can no longer keep playing with the, the forearm injury. So guess what? Hey, Hunter, are you ready? And so Andy Green says to him in the clubhouse today, well, we were waiting for you to get hot. You know that. You saved it for the major leagues. Good job. But what I'm saying is, like, they're facing, I won't even go through the Marlins or the Reds pitchers because you haven't heard of them. But what a time for Hunter Renfro. Hey, this guy named Phil Hughes is going to get some work in the bullpen. You know, maybe this is where some guys that we've been waiting to get on track get on track. Well, yeah, I think we've been waiting to see Renfro back up here to see what he can do. Is he the kind of guy that's going to put it together and be part of this organization a couple years from now or is he just a guy that you know ended up having some power and he's going to be the next I don't know Rob Deere type guy I don't want to necessarily put that on him or an Adam Dunn or somebody but he does have a lot of power he doesn't get on base strikes out a lot you know had some struggles at times on defense his arm is great but sometimes you never know where it's going uh, look, look, friend next to friend Mil Reyes. Okay. <laughs> so, I, you know, this is one of those things, though, that's exciting to see in a season yes. like this is to see a guy like Hunter Renfro now get another chance. And, and yeah, it would have been better if he had come up and he was hitting 380 in, in El Paso with a home run every four at bats or something. But, you know, that's not happened, and this is his chance. So, here we go. Speaking of which, that's what Fran Mil Reyes was doing, and look at him. I'll take Hunter Renfro in terms of when he goes up to bat, something could happen. Mm-hmm. So that's what you know what exactly what this is. Okay, fine. What if the uh, what if the Padres sweep the Marlins and the Reds? No, what I want to see is some individual performance. Can Matt Strom build on you know uh, what I think was his best outing? Uh, what can uh, Kazuhisa Makita build on what I think was his best outing? Now, what will that mean? I again. 
the, pos- the Padres need some positive individual results is really what this is about. And I think, obviously, if they were to win six or seven games this week, you would get positive individual results. <laughs> as part of that, you would think anyway, somebody would be doing something to make that happen. So I, whether that person is, you know, Manny Margot, maybe, where's Manny Margot been? Is Manny Margot going to be what we thought he was going to be? Hunter Renfro, Reyes, I think, is hitting right behind Renfro in the order today. Perella's hitting leadoff. Uh, you know, with, with Hosmer. Christian Villanueva, all of a sudden, you know, he's back to bombing home runs again. And, and you know, he's, he's got a safe lead right now in terms of home runs over errors. And uh, <laughs> he did make a great play yesterday, a diving, uh, a diving play to, to catch a line drive. So, uh, I, I, you know, it's one of those things we say it a lot, but you're looking for different signs of different people to see what's going on. And this is another instance now against teams that maybe aren't quite as good. Maybe we'll see somebody shine here. And to at least have something to, to be excited about and, and, and to, to talk about rather than, well, the draft's coming up. That's to be interesting. Uh, what did you take from losing two out of three against uh, the Dodgers? There was this one game where the Padres actually hit the ball. They hit the ball and their bullpen came through for them. I mean, Tyler Webb, of all people, did you think he was going to come in and strike out Logan Forsyth in that situation? And that basically saved the game there because it allowed him to go then to the to the stars of the bullpen and they all they all came through. That was a game where I felt, you know, it was important to win. If any of these games were really, quote, important to win, that was one of them because you figured yesterday was going to be tough bullpen game. Although most of the bullpen guys pitched pretty well, but Walker Bueller, who they haven't solved, and it looks like I'm not sure anybody's going to solve this guy for a long time. I mean, that's that's the kind of pitcher that you're hoping the Padres call up here in a couple years, whether it's, you know, Morahone or Baez or Logan Allen or whoever, I'm forgetting, you know, Anderson Espinosa, any of these guys, one of them, to come up and pitch like Walker Bueller has. So I thought winning one game was a good was a good thing there. And, and uh, you know, they managed, what, a 5-5 five and five road trip? Yes. I think they still have a winning record in May or, or thereabouts, right around 500. So that's, again, something to be positive about compared with what we saw in April. I've found that my influence in this podcast is rubbed off on you, Jay, and a lot more positivity uh, from you. I don't know if you're disappointed in that, but uh, I... I, 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 I got to go back to the drawing board now. I, I'm, I must be doing something wrong. But, you know, look, I, it doesn't, I'm not sure it does anybody any good to just, to just bag on the Padres day in and day out. There are people out there who seem to enjoy doing that, and that's, and that's fine. But there's a lot to be critical of. But I, I do think there's a plan in place here. Whether it works, look, nobody knows. I mean, the people who are negative about it, they don't know that it's not going to work, just like you and I don't know if it is going to work. And maybe it, maybe it takes a while to work, and maybe it never works. I don't know. But at least I feel like the organization has some sort of plan here. And part of it is seeing these guys that we're talking about watching them play. Now, they might, and look, Margot right now has been terrible. He's got to be better. I mean, they, they're expecting a lot from Margot for the future. He has to be better. Is that better? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. I mean, it's not up to your standards. Last thing, Jay, this is a, this is a Memorial Day uh, podcast. Uh, I think the stuff that we've talked about in here can be fresh to, to talk about. They do have four games against the Marlins, the Reds. What we're, what we're talking about is, is what are we looking for? But there was a move made uh, yesterday, and it was... Uh, you know, maybe Phil Hughes can eat up some innings for them, whatever. It was about investing like $7.5 million to get a draft pick. And you talk about the plan. It's like they've got to get good, and then they've got to stay good. 
All right? I think of Bill Belichick, who really isn't very good at drafting, but he has like 100 draft picks a right. year, and so he hits on some of them. And obviously that's A.J. Preller's uh, philosophy. We're very familiar with that. I got to say... Um, he had to get his bosses to sign off on signing another mm-hmm. veteran, <laughs> wasting some money potentially, sure. in order to continue the process. Look, again, eventually A.J. Preller might have to have a day of reckoning where it's like, this didn't work, adios, buddy, go be a scout for somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, but they certainly are committed. No, that was a, I mean, that move was praised by, I saw a lot of people mm. call it not just a good move, but a great move. Mm. You know, you spend that kind of money, seven, I think you said seven million is not what it used to be, whatever it might be. They've already, you know, they tried 13 million with Brian Mitchell. That's not looking too good right now, but maybe the seven million to get this pick and to get some more, and it gets you some more money in the draft pool. So maybe you get to sign a couple guys that, you know, maybe were not quite affordable, but now they are. You know, there's a lot of machinations that go on with the draft, and we can talk more about that with our podcast later this week since it's coming up Monday or even next Monday when it's when it's arrived we just have so many of these podcasts Kevin but but I do think in the end that was a good move look if Phil Hughes comes in and he pitches a couple good games great if he doesn't pitch a couple good games that's the way it goes I mean we know what Phil Hughes is he's a SoCal guy Orange County maybe he comes back to Southern California he you know he enjoys the weather he pitches well and we'll see what happens. I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, and maybe it's a guy that pitches well, and then they can spin him off for somebody else. Who knows? Well, he's another thoracic outlet guy that Darren Balsey can lay his hands on, <laughs> and uh, they can maybe trade him. All right, Jay, uh, look forward to watching this game with you. Uh, we'll uh, see you next time on the Hot Lava Podcast. Thank you, Kevin. Have a great holiday, and thanks to all who serve and, and all of those who have unfortunately given their lives so that we can enjoy baseball like this. It is what you think about on a day like today. Jay, you're always putting it in perspective. This has been a production of the UT Podcast Network. From the UT Podcast Network, this is The Conversation. Hi, I'm Abby. And I'm Luis. And this is The Conversation, a new podcast where we bring you the news that will get you talking every weekday. Good conversation, news you can use, and zero Anchorman references. Uh, We'll see about that, actually. We'll keep it fun and interesting and hope you'll join us in conversation via social media, online comments, and emails. We want to hear from you during this podcast, too. Okay, here's a little bit about what we'll be getting into. We've got Trump. We've got California. We've got San Diego. You name it. Sometimes we'll keep it entertaining, and other times we'll be digging deep into elections, political news. We even talk about the fun, interesting news stories that you don't always get to read at the top of your news yeah, like UFOs, invasive rodents, and creepy college mascots. Thanks. Check us out on SoundCloud, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. Or find us on San Diego Union Tribune.com slash podcast. Hey, and if you have Twitter, you can talk to us on Twitter at SDUT Ideas. Join us every weekday for the conversation. Thanks for listening.